What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. As always, I'm joined by the only man that would let touch my wife's balls. <laughs> I'm going to leave that to your imagination, everyone. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Absolutely zero context needed, or will be given for that. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about the new Black Widow trailer that dropped, and we're going to give our season review of Titans. And this is the Nerd Force Podcast. So, our post-Turkey uh, Day episode, um, give me what you got, Matt, as far as other news goes. Alright, no problem. Let's uh, let's do it. Um, one thing I know, this is near and dear to Josh's heart because he is a Ghostbusters guy. Yep. For sure. They uh, they they did some stills, which we talked about, and you showed me. You saw them as well. Yep. So pretty cool on those. But they also uh, dropped the poster that they have for the movie coming out, which shows uh, Echo One skidding like through a cornfield, and then in the background you see the big menacing green sky yeah. above the mountain range. There it looks just like so. They, so they cool. gave some context to that too. They did. Yeah. 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 So the kid off of Stranger Things, I don't remember what his name is in the, within the film. Um, essentially, they're um, newer to town, or they just bought this house. Um, he's around driving age. Um, and this this ranch um, house place that they bought um, has this barn in it. Inside this barn is Ecto-1. And so they're not, you know, they're middle-class family. They can't afford to buy the kid the, uh, any car. Um, so the mom tells the kid, you know, hey, if you can fix this up, it's yours. <clears throat> kid fixes it up and then has like a um a joy ride in it yeah um very reminiscent of like the the new um the new um star trek movie like the first one yeah. to where the kid goes off on the joy ride and mm-hmm. is his um uncle's car yeah stepdad whoever he was yeah um kirk's uh joy ride yeah was so, thing wasn't it yeah, I think it was. It was like either a GTO or like a Mustang, it was, but it was it like was pretty yeah, sweet. Whatever it was, it was sweet. Fun, yeah, yeah, but very reminiscent of that scene as far as what I'm seeing. Um, there, we did get a name for um, Paul Rudd too. Um, I'm gonna butcher it, but it's something like Mister um, Gooberman or something like that. Yeah, but very like Ghostbusters name. Um, and then also the the events of 1989, um, the uh, the whole Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Um, they gave some context as far as like why doesn't the kid recognize the Acto One? Why doesn't anybody know who the Ghostbusters are? Right. Um, you know the it's very much like left off in the same place. Like everybody's nobody's really get believers within the paranormal um, and. Uh, everybody kind of, you know, thinks that the Ghostbusters were a myth or, or really don't have like any type of faith that the Ghostbusters actually happened. They, they're decredited. Their, their, their legends kind of worn off or whatever it might be. Isn't, yeah. Isn't there, and what I, I, I think read, they're, it's more of like the alligators within the sewers of, uh, New York city type yeah. of thing. Like it's, it's kind of like, they think it's an urban legend. Right. Now, isn't there some type of, uh like uh genetic tie back to with these um like i think that the house related or something or yeah so i mean the 
the sister in here looks exactly like um, the guy that passed away, the the Ghostbuster that's no longer with us. I forget what his character's name is off the top of my head, but e- Egan. Egon, yeah. And so the thought process is that's Egon's house, um, okay. and um, that's where the the Ecto one was, and that that it may have been inherited by like his grandkids his, or something like his that. daughter. A couple, oh, yeah. oh, okay, daughter. Okay, and then his grandkids are the the kids that we yeah. see with them. Okay. The, all the stills. Yeah, I, I, I really, I feel, I feel super confident about this one. Yeah, I mean, the trailer's dropping on Monday. Um, I'm um, cautiously optimistic. I'll, I'll be a little bit better, more optimistic on Monday after yeah. we see the trailer. Um, I don't want it to be. I want it to have the same feel as the old ones. The new one was a little bit more. Um bright and colorful the 2016 the one with all the female cast yeah. was a little bit more bright and colorful yeah, and it was. a little bit I mean, silly I mean, it was silly i mean it yeah. wasn't i didn't i wouldn't say it was a home run but i mean it, it just it wasn't horrible but it was uh, it was pretty bad i mean it, i just i mean i'm talking like putting it like at a on a scale of one to ten like six maybe somewhere in there you know yeah it's not like could have been better i that's one thing like with melissa mccarthy like when I see like all of it's like Kevin James movies too. Like when I see Kevin James, yeah, you, or I see there's her, a, yeah. I think, oh my god, this is going to be hysterically funny. Yeah, you know, and like she can't capture bridesmaid just like he can't capture King of Queens. Exactly. Again, you yeah. know, it's just not going to happen. Now she did pretty good with the one with Jason Bateman with the throat punching and all that was pretty funny. Yeah, but uh, you know, but anyways. It, it it was watchable, but it's not something I watch again. But it was definitely it's just I didn't want Ghostbusters to that to be the end of Ghostbusters. I'm so glad they told to do a, a reboot so quickly, but then clearly define that say this is a standalone. This is now sequential into the movie. Yeah, and you know continuity basically. Yeah, I mean it's um, I, I think that's in good hands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know everything that I've seen, it's um, I've well, been it's happy with too. it. So, so I mean, yeah. he, you know, he's he's got the mantle. So I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I I think he'll do right. But yeah. I think Reitman will do right. Yep. So, but hey, let's wait. We'll definitely talk about the trailer next week. So. Oh yeah, most definitely. For sure. So, anyways, that was cool. Uh, the other thing was the uh, No Time to Die trailer came out. Oh yeah. Bond. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? So, I mean, this is kind of candid because you and I hadn't talked. Like, we had talked that the trailer dropped. I hadn't seen it until like right before we started recording for the podcast. Um, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, so what they're doing with the the new chick in there, right? Like, it's it's, it's yeah. Daniel Craig's final film. They've been hit or miss. I mean, Quantum Solace was okay. Um, the one with the 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 guy without a jaw was really really good, or the the guy that took out his jaw. Yeah. Um, to where Daniel Craig was on the island. Um, that one was really good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the one, the first one, the um, one about the poker. Um, Casino room. Royale. Casino, Casino Royale was really good. The other ones were kind of eh. Yeah. I um, but this they one, were, they were slow. They they dragged. I mean, they yeah. didn't have the. They didn't have that. I mean, granted, the the, the like. Like the other ones, other non Daniel Craig Bond films yeah. have a tendency to do that as well. I think that that's more along the lines of like British um, spy. Yeah, movies. but I, I do think like the other ones 
had a the, the pacing was a little bit faster though. I mean, yeah. it definitely. I think the pacing was a little bit faster. Action was a little bit higher, and I think they went towards more of a dramatic turn, which, you know, it just I don't know when. I'm sorry, Bond's going to be successful, and Bond has a formula. Don't sway from the formula. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like that's not something I think that you have the liberty to be creative with completely. To like turn it into something more like a political drama thriller type thing. It's it is what it is. So you know? with that being said, what do you think about the new double O or double O this one? Girl that they have on there. I like it. You like it? Oh I do. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't have a problem with it. The the I, I was skeptical. Yeah, I was of it. very skeptical. Um yeah. just because it felt like they were they were um just throwing them away. Yeah, like doing like a moral grandstanding type of thing. Yeah. Um, and kind of putting you know PC culture above the film. Sure, but um, it looks good. Like I, yeah. I have no after seeing it, I, I you know I didn't have really any problems with it before. I just didn't want it to be like the sole focus of the film. Yeah, and and it's there's not. definitely not. It's, it's definitely there's so not. much more there. Yeah, and I, and I think that that's a cool that's a cool direction that they're going to take the double O character in, which and they kind of talked about that too, like even in the trailer too. It's like oh, you're the other like double O. Yeah, you know, you're so, double O, and she's like, I've been for two years. Exactly. So, uh, so I think that's I, I I think they'll handle it well. I do, but I tell you what, this one, it looks it looks fantastic. I yeah. mean, all the everything that they showed in it, and all the variations, different locations, and different battle scenes and fight scenes, and all yeah. that type of stuff. It's like getting you right back where you want to be with Bond films, and I think this is going to be a huge hit. Well, I mean, the main baddie in this seems to be um, oh, yeah. Rami Malek. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a huge Rami Malek fan, oh, not yeah. only from from the Queen movie, but, but Robot, also yeah. uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah. You know, and, you know, as a guy that's in the career field yeah. um, for cybersecurity, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Mr. Robot. And seeing Mr. Robot or, or Sam or uh, Rami Malek as a bad guy... Um, uh, it just makes perfect sense. It, it's so good. Yeah, and, casting he, and on. his he he's only on for like a second or two. Yeah, well, they do the one scene with him in a mask. Yeah. Um, and then they do another scene um with him without the yeah. mask. It's kind of like a uh, psychotic Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the mask <laughs> is portrayed. But the big thing, the big turnaround on this, and we had to stop the 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 trailer. And I had to talk to you about this. I believe the girl from Casino Royale. That double crossed him, the the American girl, yeah, um, that he ended up falling in love with and was willing to throw away his entire career for, is the girl that shows up within the hallway with the other double O character right, within here. Which, so it seems like they're coming full circle with this, which is fantastic. Which is um, Madeline Swan, I believe. Yeah, the character. Yeah. So. Yeah, it looks cool. And I always like how they, they you know, it's the CIA. It, I think it's CIA that's coming back to try to... to yeah, it shows like CIA, you know? DOS, something like that. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is cool. Which is cool. I mean, I just... I mean, Bond movies are great. I mean, they're just... They are... They're... they're I don't know. I find them entertaining. I like I liked all the yeah. old ones. You know? I like Daniel Craig as Bond, yeah. too. It's not... I've never had a problem with Who Daniel your, Craig. Let me ask you this. Who's your favorite Bond? I think Daniel Craig's my favorite Bond. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. I like Sean Connery. I like. Um, I was a. I I really liked Roger Moore. I yeah, Roger Moore was pretty I good. Roger Moore. I, don't get me wrong. I think Sean Connery defined it. Obviously. Who's the one that did Diamonds Are Forever? 
You remember that one? Yeah. That it's where they cool. opens up and he's like out, jumping out of an airplane, like yeah. skiing down a mountain. That is, uh, that is Sean Connery from not. No, that's not Sean Connery. Hold on. That's the dude's like, like 20 years older than Sean Connery and like incredibly out of shape. It was, uh, it's just, it's hysterical. Cause it's like that the dude like fits like, uh, uh like, bond towards like the end of his career maybe like right before he's a takes like some cushy gig but can't seem to put down the donuts <laughs> i think it's diamonds are forever was the name of it so um that was sean connor oh was it yeah no. let me see i'm gonna take a real quick peek yeah that was sean yeah I thought it was. There's one. It may have not been Diamonds Are Forever. Then those. Well, dude, there's tons of ones where there's like, like that's yeah, that's what that I like about Bond because you can be in the Alps in one scene, and the next scene you're in Morocco, and the next scene you're in Antarctica, and the next scene you could be on, in Fiji. So I mean, you, <laughs> it's you know, but uh, yeah, like View to a Kill and stuff. Those are the ones that I kind of really enjoyed a lot too because they were a little bit fresher and. And that was like I think Roger Moore was the first time that he that they actually used a different car too. It wasn't the Austin Martin. It was the uh, they used the BMW, and uh, he actually was able to control that on his phone and stuff, which was obviously not even possible possible when they were doing it. But of course now it is. But anyways, cool. I mean, great series. Obviously, they're they're good all the way up and down. I've only ever read like one Bond book, and. Um, Ian Fleming is a very good writer, and they're, they're they're just good reads. So, anyways, I'm looking forward to it. I think that uh, the little piece that we got from uh, from Malik, though, too, I like I like the character. Just even though it's short, I think it's a cool character. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens. And that line was pretty cool too. The one about uh, those the history one the history oh, what was how how they say it ah I don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, anyways, it looks great. I can't wait. So we'll see. All right. Um, now this I thought was extremely cool. Okay, switching switching up to my next tidbit of news. So Coke, Coke has launched um, a, like I think it's I want to say nine thousand bottles, and I needed to. I was trying to fact check this to make sure. The one story that I was reading was saying that these were these these are Star Wars bottles that they're launching, okay? And these particular Star Wars bottles actually have um, Kylo and um, uh, Ridley, right? Yeah, on the bottles. Huh. But they're LED. Ah. You push them, and it lights up the sabers. Oh, that's cool. The ball. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I'm thinking awesome right yeah i'm gonna buy one well i was right i'll find you. one of those nine thousand. um but this the, the story that i was reading said they're only gonna be available at all places in singapore why singapore yeah uh. exactly yeah and unless i misread this and i don't think i did because i read it like twice to make sure that that's what they were saying but then i saw a twitter a twitter feed that you could follow it and they give you clues other locations because they're basically what they're going to do is put all these out and 
people that have them don't even know they're getting them yet, but they're going to get them and that's it. You know, they're not, so people aren't going to be lining up out of different places or try to hoard everything or whatever it is. So you're not going to have an opportunity to go get a ton of them if you could even. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but anyways, the bottles are really cool. Look up the, uh, look up the, um, I don't know if it's YouTube or if it's on Twitter, but it shows that I have all the bottles lined up in like a V and they light each one up. And they go that like one side dark, one side light, and they start lighting up all the bottles. But they look really cool. So it's basically just like a character, like the character's holding the lightsaber out. Yeah. And then you hit the button and they light up. And, you know, as silly as that sounds, I want one so badly. Yeah, I see the picture. They've got a picture up on CNET.com. Dude, it about looks it. so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing, the same picture you're talking about to where they have yeah, um, the V, and then they've got one side with all rays on it with blue lightsabers, and then the other side's got Kylo Ren's all got his lightsaber. Looks so cool. So anyways, um, I was thinking, wow, that's really creative, you know? But then when I saw, why would you limit that? I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like Coke, I mean, why would, I mean, okay, Coke is a global brand. Right, so I mean, Coke is probably one of the biggest brands in the world. Yeah, probably know? the biggest brand. In the yeah, world. and so how, why why are you doing this? If you're going to do it, do it right. You know what I mean? I get that you don't want to. If you want to play the game and and have a short supply and that's it, I'm cool with that. But have a supply that's going to be able to at least let people have access to it. You know, people outside of. Just Singapore, Singapore, if that's true. So, but anyways, um, so they're going to be available at um, exclusively Seven Elevens. So we're kind of SOL on it, as we have no Seven Elevens here. We do not. So they are in the states, then. Yeah, that's what. But Seven Elevens are global too. Yeah, I don't know if Singapore has a. You can fill a submission form for something. For prizes that they um, that they're offering along with this too. Oh well, whatever. I'm not doing off that. of their Singapore website. <laughs> oh well. So, anyways, it looks cool. So yeah. those are, I thought that was a neat. Little yeah. Thing. If you want to know more about it, then go to StarWars.com, Coca-Cola.com, or I'm sorry, StarWars.CocaCola.com.sg. Yeah, and then hopefully you you don't learn that we can't get them. But anyways. All right, so the other thing that I saw that came out I thought was kind of cool, too. Do you see the uh, Twitter post by Zack Schneider? Yeah, yeah, I did, with the film reel. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, he this this whole thing yeah, with the Justice League, and, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's not what he wanted, da 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 da, da. could have been this, could have been that, whatever. And, he like, so he, yeah, he finally showed the, all the extra reels that he has, and he's basically saying that, you know, well, he says it in the three, yeah. He says it does exist. It does like, exist. Basically saying yeah. that the, the well, first off, I didn't doubt. Did you doubt that it existed? I never doubted it. I mean, not not after all the tweets came out um, from Henry Cavill and um, hmm. Ben Affleck and stuff like that. Well, I mean, it was there were a lot of rumors that existed, but it seemed to have some legitimacy about a month ago, seemed to pick up some legitimacy. Well, anyways, they're saying that the Justice League cut that he want, that he ha- would have in place would be about three and a half hours. Yeah. Now. Doesn't need to be. Now, longer. my question to you is this, okay? So we've seen, what, two plus hours of it already, right? Yeah, I've got the director's cut. Okay. So that's what, what is or the, the extended how long, cut, whatever How long is the extended cut, though? Like three hours. 
So you're talking another half an hour. Yeah. Do you like? Okay. So uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on record right now and say, yeah, if it came out, I would spend three and a half hours and I would watch it. Yeah. However, do I think that 30 more minutes of footage in that film is gonna make it any better? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see how they could. I don't think that they're going to be able to provide me with anything of substance for 30 minutes. It's going to push me over the top. Yeah, and nothing's and, going to change. Like, it, well, I mean, not saying not not nothing, but you know, I don't think that the the problem that existed with Justice League was that it was totally different throughout, like majorly totally different enough to like like fully be present of it not to be taken out of like out of reality for it um throughout the entire film like it was it felt like it was written and directed by multiple people yeah and you know it, and the people that wrote the characters were almost tone deaf to what the characters really were yeah. I, I just don't think that they did a great job bringing any of those characters i don't no. they missed the mark they really missed the mark and on the characters it's almost like they were given creative rights to characters that they didn't understand. I mean, they just did it backwards, you know? I mean, like, yeah. like you, you didn't give enough time for character development, and you're expecting to be able to do that afterwards. Yeah. And you just, you can't, like, you can't do that. You have to get people invested in these characters, and you, if you've got somebody else behind the gal other than um, Christian Bale, you can't, you're not going to be able to do that with Batman uh, unless yeah. you put, spend the time that, that you know, um, uh christian bell spent with batman and yeah. and do that um for that character and, and the same thing like you might be able to do that now with with aquaman and with wonder woman but yeah. henry cavill superman right, right. you know yeah. that was coming off of batman v superman yeah. and off of um off of the other Superman movie Man that Steel. came out, the yeah, Man of Steel, and neither one of those were very good, or, yeah. or you know, they were I mean, kind Gail of toned Godot, off She's that. the one, only reason that movie even held up. Yeah. In any stretch of the imagination. I mean, that was... Yeah, I mean, even, Aqu- even Aquaman was poorly written in yeah, that movie. but, I mean, see, what I loved about the Aquaman movie was a complete redemption for him. Oh, yeah, 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 Complete redemption for him. And, you know, I, and I'm, it's almost like, I got you so wish you would have had that, yeah. Before this. Yeah, if you would have had that yeah. before, we wouldn't be talking about how terrible, yeah. like, it would have been different. Yeah. But, I mean, at least there would have been something there. So you had some contacts. You didn't, I mean, yeah. if you didn't have, if you don't, if you're not going to do the due diligence on the character work up front, then at least you would have that as filler before you went. But, no, I, I really think, I'm so glad they turned it around. I'm, I'm happy for, for Jason Momoa, too. So, but, so that was really my question to you was do you really think that another half hour is going to would no. make that movie any better than what it is I, no. I, I, I mean, i'll watch it but yeah i'm not expecting to change my mind about the film exactly. no me either completely me either so um that's basically it that's all i really had on uh kind of new stuff that i saw that was out there there's uh uh, one thing I was going to check on, and I didn't do, and I meant to, was any. I, we talked about the trailer, and I and I remember talking about Charlie's Angels trailer, and I know that yeah. did that do well. No, it, it bombed. It bombed big time, or yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll look it up. Really I quick mean, I wasn't really sure because I really liked the. I liked what they were showing on the trailer, and I wanted to see it, and I saw that it was at the theater. 
And I'm like, wow, they didn't even like really do a push before that came out, other than that one trailer. So we got a 52% um, score on Rotten Tomatoes with a 79% audience score. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's a that's a rental. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like incredibly low um, for Rotten Tomato scores, but that's decently low. Yeah. Well, that might be the end of that genre. So. Yeah. Or that series. If they weren't going to make it with that, then nah. All right, I was just curious. So that's all I got as far as new news stuff, really. Um, DC, we talked about this a little bit, but um, DC's released a new animated series on the new yeah. the DC Universe app with Harley Quinn. Um, I'm curious to get your thoughts on it afterward, after you're finished with it. I'm going to go ahead and give you my thoughts on it yeah um it's good it's it's not how you it, it bugs me a little bit because it's not it's not true to the character mm. um true oh, to any of the characters on it don't say that josh um it's it's kind of like they're trying to take um like animated comedy adult animated comedy like it exists within family guy and stuff like that and then just plug and play um, Harley Quinn, Joker, all the villains into that. And even occasionally Batman, Commissioner Gordon into that. I Don't get me wrong. It's still good. It's watchable. But it's like for if you're if you're if you're as big of a nerd as Matt and I are, you're going to have issues with it. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, I haven't watched it yet, so I will definitely. There's there's shorter episodes too. Um, you know, they're I think like they're maybe thirty minutes long. Mm. So, um, it's not like a big time investment as as would be um, you know, Titans or um, oh, every or, minute of Titans is well worth it. Yeah, or like Swamp Thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Mandalorian. Um, did you want to give your thoughts on it? We're we're not gonna. We're. I'm kind of wanting to lay low on the the Star Wars stuff a little bit at least until the movie comes out. Yeah. Um, but I do want to talk about Mandalorian. Yeah. And Mandalorians. Um, we can go and give our our thoughts on the past. Well, there's two couple episodes weeks that's happened since since we, we talked, talked about last. last. Yeah. Um. Well, the uh, ATST scene was fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, absolutely. My favorite, my favorite scene of the series so far oh. has to be those glowing red ATST eyes. Fantastic! And then, like, like just like the 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 taken like the last time that we saw an ATST in Saga or or within on the film um, in live action was Hoth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No. Um. Uh. Yeah. Return of the Jedi from uh, Endor. Endor. Yeah. Um, and obviously a lot of times fast since then, but the, the way that they've done it, um, with, through practical effects looks so much better than what you would have done through like CG or something like that. Right. 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 No, I agree. I agree. I think it's, I think it's really cool too, because I mean, obviously it's just the, these bandits found a piece that was just left behind, you know, yeah. they pulled out and they left it, you know, these guys got yeah. it. And all of a sudden now they're powerful because they have this. Yeah. And, um, I will have to say, and though it, the, um, the, the ep- two episodes ago, that one, 
the best. I love Gina Carano too, dude. She was oh she yeah, was fantastic, great. yeah, great. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool dynamic between the two of them. Yeah, um, she's. A I'm really hoping that she's they coming, bring her yeah. back. Yeah. I think. I think. I think. I think that I can see their paths crossing again. They even alluded to it. It's like they, there's something about our paths will cro- or something. Yeah, you know, he said to her, or she said to him, but. Um, She's just a badass, dude. I mean, I liked her. Oh, yeah. like her. I mean, her. She's haven't been a great movie career, but Haywire I thought was really good. What was the What was the title that um, she was during the the um, the revolution? Like the, the she was well, some she type was, of trooper. She, she was, was a, a shock trooper. Shock trooper. Yeah. Yeah. Shock trooper. Yeah. So she's always. I mean, mad skills, and plus she's just a complete badass, anyways. But uh, the the fight scenes between her and. Uh, and Mando too were great. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just I just liked it. I thought that was cool. She she brought a, a, a different flavor, which they keep introducing, like a, a character of the week almost. You know. Yeah. So that was that's one thing that I'm really enjoying about the series is it's almost reminiscent of like a, a Quantum Leap or mm-hmm. like um, yeah uh, one like of those shows to where yeah. it it's a different a completely different cast each week. Yeah. And, you know, it's a different story each week. You're just anchored with the one character or with two characters mm-hmm. um, between Mando and Baby Yoda yeah. um, or the Baby Lannick. So more yeah. proper. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, I, I just can't say enough good about it. Like, the the this past week's episode was a little slow for me um, yeah. on Tatooine. Yeah. I did like that we got to see Tatooine again. Yeah, oh, that was great. Now, what I wanted to do... The first thing I I watched it today when I came mm-hmm. home from work, and when he went into the cantina, what I wanted to do was I want to go back and see how well the cantina matches up. Well, they they sat in the same spot that exactly that and Greedo I want, and yeah, yes. I want to see how how if it, it I'm mean, I'm sure it is, but I just want to see it to make sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot less people in the cantina, but well, it was date. It was the middle of the day. It yeah. wasn't like a high trafficking right. area. Right. Plus, the economy is not doing as well, well because yeah. the empire has been, you know. And that's that's also one really cool thing that I do like about the the series is that they're they're showing like real world effects of something that would happen today if you know something like that were you to happen. occupied and if you're, you're not occupied. Yeah, if you're yeah. occupied, there was a change or there was like this absence of power and there was this whole vacuum that that need to be filled and then it was being filled yeah. by not necessarily. You know, it's it's any type of regime change, right? And so you you have you know those people like we had within the the one um, uh, episode with the the ATSTs where they were coming in and trying to you know take away everything that the villagers own and stuff like that. And so you've got you know this hole that exists that that um, there's no governance over um, anything and, and you have people that can come in and take advantage right. of that. And they're doing a fantastic job of showing a real world application within something like star Wars, yeah. you know, and oh God, that, so much detail and so much has went into the story of this beyond anything else. And I mean, the star Wars is so much driven. Like, like so let's just be honest here. Like star Wars visually isn't a fantastic series of films, um, 
you know, even even conceptually, if you took away the story that exists within Star Wars, the the Hamlet like story that exists within Star Wars, um, and Lord of the Rings type of story that exists within Star Wars, it wouldn't be and just had like the space, you know, battle. Mm-hmm. Eh, but it would it would be something like Flash Gordon. But you know, you put in that story, you put in that dynamic, you put in, you know, those those things that 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 put you know all those little pieces together um it 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 makes this this thing that is just revolutionary and and they've they've managed to find that within this series better than anybody's done in the past 30 years oh i agree 35 years just to keep on talk like the one thing too with all the uh the spikes with the helmets on it you know that kind of stuff i mean it's like it's just it's just dynamite i mean there's no doubt about that that's for sure um, I will say, and um, so last episode, the first thing that I saw that I just did not work for me, and I thought was kind of when you, we talked about how much you're spending per episode. Yeah, ten the, to fifteen million dollars yeah. an episode. The um, some of the speeder bike scenes, ah, just didn't. Yeah, they yeah, it the, seemed the, like the over yeah. the overview shots. Super cool. Yeah, the the dust or like the sand yeah, trailing that, behind that them. That looked great. And that, I talked about this like in the first episode when they had a little. They did. They took the time to take the little lizard guys with the rocks and all that, mm-hmm. and they did all these attention to detail things. And like for that, it's almost like yeah, these guys are basically sitting on these things, riding on a blue screen. Yeah, and that's when they were doing those. And like to me, it's like they should instead of shooting them like on the like the entire bike. They should have just shot maybe from the chest up and had the rushing behind them, and then go back to a higher shot or something like that. I just think I just thought the choices were kind of bad because I really looked at that. And I'm like, you missed this one. This yeah. one I kind of missed on that one. No, Don't get me wrong. Like the speeder bikes, they had that whole kind of easy rider feeling horse, yeah. you know, type of deal. Even like when he got on his chopper, he had even had like a a lasso rope hanging off of his bag and stuff. Yeah. You know, if you noticed it and. You know, so you you definitely get that you get that feel. And the other thing I noticed too is the one lady they were tracking down, the assassin lady, who was part of an, an old assassin team. Um, her helmet and her mask and everything was the same of as uh, Zam Weasel's too. Oh. So she must have been like from that that guild, yeah, or whatever it was, which I thought was pretty cool. And I hadn't seen that yet. She's also side note. She's also the girl off of um, Agents of Shield too. She's right. the, Ming, the is that Ming whatever. Yeah, she's the the cavalry. Is what right. they, and guess where she's is. from? Pittsburgh. Yes, yeah. she is. <laughs> like it's a, just a dead giveaway now. If you're like you're like guess where she's from? Let's we'll say Pittsburgh. You'd be like, oh no, it's actually like Cleveland. She's from Chattanooga. Yeah. No, like Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> from, uh, yeah, there's not much in much from Cleveland. So, but anyways, um, and I thought she was a cool character. I really, and I, you, you knew she wasn't dead. Yeah, you know that woman's not dead because no, she's yeah, too much yeah. of a badass. So, and what I did at the end when um, they, the person, whoever it is that comes up to where she's at. Mm-hmm. and bends down i kept i i went frame by frame by frame by frame by to get any type of a clue as, if you could identify a boot or what there's it's None. not long enough there's nothing you can get from that so if someone pulls something out of that good luck but uh 
And here's okay, the one thing that I that I kind of struggle a little bit with this too is okay, obviously Baby Yoda's got some type of a tracking device on him. Yeah. Okay, well, now we have a Mandalorian. I, I don't know that it's a tracking device as much as it is like a tracker tuned to his DNA. Is that what the trackers to, are? To his genetic makeup, yeah. Uh, okay, well then that's fine. All right, and then I'm all good. Then I'll shut yeah. up. I don't think that's actually like like somebody's implanted him with like a microchip or something like that. Because then, yeah, I agree. Like Mando, what like just when he did, he could figure that out. Yeah. So, but um, other than that, I mean, I'm enjoying the ride. I think it's fun. I love that you you do keep getting that western vibe piece by piece throughout it which i think is a is a cool conceptual thing like you got the like it's you know yeah you're in a desert instead of on a ridge you yeah. know what i mean but it's like you know two gunslingers trying to do this and you know it, it's just i don't know i like the component of that um yeah it's I, not it's not like too much to be campy right. either um they do it just enough like similar to what we've talked about with yeah. marvel movies to where mm-hmm. you know it's it's got a theme to it but it it's not like it's not solely just that theme. It's you know, it's a Star Wars film or a Star Wars TV show, but yeah. it also feels like it's something else. Yeah, I did feel really bad when he took that one shot right to the chest on his brand new armor. Yeah, Spanking yeah, that's like, that exactly new. what like that's exactly <laughs> what I thought too. It's like, damn, that's gonna be a tough yeah. mark to get out. Yeah, it's gonna have to polish that yeah. for hours. Yeah, get a little tide stick on that. So, oh. but uh, other than that, I, I just I'm looking forward to it, and I mean I'm like everybody else, dude. Baby Yoda is awesome. I, I it just I can't help but love that little guy. You yeah, know? I, you just can't. I mean, I, I don't know. I just think he's awesome. So, anyways, I, I'm not complaining about anything. Those are just little minor little. Words. Yeah, yeah, very very minor. We're yeah. definitely being nitpicky on that type yeah. of stuff. So. Um, there's been some new news about the, um, you want, you want Batman news or you want, um, Black Panther news okay. first? All right. I'm going to let you guess what you think I'd like to hear first. Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me Black Panther first. Okay. I will let Black Panther open up for the bat. Um, so Black Panther, the, there's been, a, there's been a big rumor, um, around, uh, Posted on Murphy'sMultiverse.com. Okay. Um, that the big villain within Black Panther Two is going to be Doctor Doom. Really? Mm-hmm. So when did that come out? Today? Yesterday? Or uh, the twenty seventh? Yeah, it's been a little oh, it's bit. It's been a while, huh? Yeah. Shortly after Thanksgiving. Um, but or before Thanksgiving. But the um, uh. The the big storyline they're pulling from uh, or for for Black Panther two was originally like a Namor versus Black Panther um, thing, but the right we talked about that yeah. But there's also a uh, a storyline where Doctor Doom goes in and he takes over a country. Uh, I forget what the country's name is, but like basically oh yeah yeah it's like, like it, it's like Vania or something yeah something yeah, yeah, Vania yeah yeah yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah and so the thought is that that's going to be a big, that there's going to be a big war between, or big, you know, s- small war, or like big short war between the country that he's taken over and, yeah. um, and against. Oh, you, you say, you said Namor? You mean Craven? No, Namor. I thought we were it talking was, about Craven. Yeah, well, the Craven was was Craven was talked about as well, but the they had announced like the the comic book runs with, name. With, 
Oh, it was okay. originally okay. it was originally Atlantis versus. Gotcha. Uh, well, you're correct. Yeah. You're you know you're absolutely right. But okay, I remember you and I talking. Yeah, about we we Craven. did talk about how Craven yeah, could show good, up in yeah. there as well. Okay. Um, but obviously with the Sony stuff, you know, there's yeah. that there's a lot of questions yeah. as far as who owns Craven. So, um, but yeah, the 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 Doctor Doom, um, uh, possibly going to be the big bad in there, and that would, I think that that probably works out pretty good. Yeah, that that tells us that we are might be getting a Fantastic Four movie to set this up nice. before. Yeah. Black Panther or Black Panther is going to set up and, the and world. Black for... Panther is a gold mine. I mean that that yeah. movie is did phenomenal. I mean we know how well it did. I mean yeah. it's no secret. But yeah, that's um, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Like pretty much any Marvel movie is doing like over a billion dollars now. Isn't that crazy though? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that for a minute. We're gonna make a movie. Yeah, what's the but? Well, we expect to make a billion on this. Mm-hmm. Insane. Um. Well, that's the thing is that Chadwick isn't he from Charleston? He's from South Carolina. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't yeah, know I think he's from Charleston. Part. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Hart says they want to be in the new Black Adam movie with The Rock. Uh, just, just a random. I'd like to be in the movie. Yeah. Well, that, the, like but, but, but the Rock and him have a relation, like they're yeah. buddies. I guess it's little, uh, like yeah. his little baby friend or something. Well, he calls he, him. Yeah. He, the Rock had like this this post where he had a baby Yoda, yeah, and he says, "I'm gonna go take him to uh, meet his brother Kevin Hart now." <laughs> exactly, that's great. <laughs> that's funny. That um, funny. Batman, the uh, the um, Batman news. All right, the director um, refresh me of his name because uh, I, I can't remember all the time. Par for the course. Um. But yeah, the guy that's directing the yeah. Batman movie um, says that he's pulling. He, we we knew that he was pulling inspiration from the uh, Long Halloween before, right? Um, but he's also saying that another big piece of where he's pulling it, for, uh, especially with the suit, is going to be from the um, Adam West Batman. Really? Yeah. So he's a big fan of the Adam West Batman. He wants to incorporate a lot of that within his movie. Huh. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, well. Mm, okay. I got thoughts on that, but. Um, okay, so we can see the direction the suits have gone in over time, right? Mm-hmm. So. You're talking about a very vibrant midnight blue type situation. With, yeah. With so a, the way that very he's... light gray. <laughs> Very light gray. The and, the Adam West suit had some yellow in there as well. Yeah, yellow. It looked and, like pajamas, pretty much, right? Yeah, they were, yeah. And then he had a, it was a dark blue uh, um, cow, cow. With, with a black face with white yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. So um, he's not talking about. He's he's saying that there's going to be no yellow in there, so it's going to be okay. blue on gray and black. Okay, if he wants to be inspired, that's fine. But yeah. it's got to be a deeper gray. I mean, you can't But go, yeah, I'm curious as to like what else he's well, going to be inspired. Like we got to go gunmetal gray or something. Yeah, I think it's going to be more of like a rebirth. Okay. Batman. That's cool. From the way that he was describing it. Right. Um, but with the with the blue cape and blue cowl and then, you know, okay. the 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 um off gray and then black um symbol and then kind of uh-huh. muted everywhere else. Oh. Uh-huh. 
Um, I mean, I, I mean, I'll hold a complete version until we see a cut of that suit. But yeah, I think that they will probably end up getting something soon on it, um, just because they've started filming for that. Okay. And then, like what, what we got with um, with um, Batfleck, mm-hmm. um, we got the the angry um, Batfleck um, or the sad Batman or Batfleck. Yeah. Um, up against the car. Yeah. I think we'll probably end up getting something like that soon, just because they don't want paparazzi to yeah. be able to to leak those. Um, sure. photos first yeah um but the uh my concern is that with him coming out there and stating this i'm curious as to like how campy it's going to be now um i swear i didn't have that thought before um now, was he taking inspiration from the 66 yes. batman too from yes the from suit or the whole the genre? whole genre oh yes. wow Wow! No, Marvel or DC, don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that! If you want, if you know what the whole point is, if you wanted to do a '66 Batman, it could work. It could definitely work. The comics worked. The, yeah. the rebirth of the comics, the rerun of the, they were fantastic. And you could, but do, you gotta do it all the way. Oh, oh. yeah. This is you not gotta have somebody that sounds like Adam West. Yeah, uh, you yes. gotta have somebody that and you know, it's does. Be you, you gotta on the nose. It's gonna be goofy, and it's gonna be all those things that it was. You know what I mean? And you, this is this is an all or nothing situation. You can't. You can draw inspiration for the suit. I completely get that. And that's really cool to pay homage back. I get it. I, I love that idea. If it if it comes out to be more modernized, but if you wanted to stay in that genre and do it that way, I think that there is a there is a place where a, a movie like that could work. You know, I really do. I mean, I, I would watch it. I mean, I'm just I'm not saying just Batman. I'm just saying any of those type of movies because you can take out. You can still have that that kind of. Um, childish you know whatever 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 you want to call it type of feel to the movie and still make it cool you know what i mean just like you know just like every batman movie everything was named bat and there's a low there's a logo on it right everything had a nameplate <laughs> you know mm-hmm. those type of things. like austin it worked for austin powers right they took a spy thing and did it with austin powers and did it campy yeah. you know what i mean you could do something along those lines with that character now you will trust me people will be up in arms about it you know what i mean but yeah. i pre- it'd be I would, a lot safer to do like a Birdman yeah. type of thing like that yeah, true true but i mean i thoroughly i love that's one of the runs that i really read and i really yeah. enjoyed a ton was the batman 66 and it was so cool because it brought back a bunch of those like and i brought it up before like general gum the, you know and things yeah. like that those kind of guys that you were just one one off things and that's like the other thing well they're bringing you know what you might be right because they're bringing back pokey dot man too and, well yeah but and, my, my concern is that they've seen the way that um shazam has been successful and the way that that aquaman's been successful yeah. and they've been really light-hearted um and then shazam was you know like light-hearted and but somewhat Shaz- campy but, but yeah, but they're but they're not thinking about how well that suits the character exactly. versus how well that this suits you know the character of Batman suits a darker, grittier mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. They're more worried about you know, hey, this made money, so maybe we should try this here. Dude, they, you know what? I just don't think that. I, I think that major God Kennedy needs if, to go work at yeah. DC. She really does. Yeah, no, she, she would do a lot better than what who's there now. God. Yeah, I mean, if this this is true, then I I seriously think that heads really need to roll. 
over at DC. If he's going this direction on it, he shouldn't have been able to get this far. No. But if that was the pitch, then somebody messed up majorly. Yeah. But, wow. you know, I'm, I'm definitely, like, viewing worst-case scenario here, and yeah. um, it could be not much. Okay. It could just be the suit. Could be the suit. Okay. So, well. but I mean, the way that they're describing the suit, it sounds okay. It sounds actually pretty cool because the the um, they kind of did the same thing with the the rebirth suit, and it looks good. Yeah. All right, I'm good with that. Um, that's really that's all I really got before we get into our big okay um uh, topics. I didn't have much else. Um, they're doing a new Little Women movie. I don't think we want to talk about that. Well, Timothy Chalamet's in it. He's really good. Oh yeah, yeah. He he is. I, I like I've said before. This is that guy I told we talked about before. This guy's talented, and I, I and he's really little woman. Um, you'll you'll see it in there too. He's making all the right moves, playing all the right characters, doing all the right types of roles and stuff. And he's going to be a guy that we're going to continue to keep seeing at some point. And one day we might see him in a superhero role. Who knows? But. Um, I don't know. I just think he's talented. I, I just, for some reason, enjoy his work so far. So um, They also released a new trailer for The Witcher. That looks pretty good. And that, that has to be the last one. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a full trailer. So, you know, before we only got like a, a teaser somewhat. Yeah. And this one's a scene of them in some type of court. And, um, or, or The Witcher, um, Henry Cavill, and then some person that he's with that looks kind of like a, a a shrew of some sort like some mixture of like an animal and human and then um there uh the queen or, or the the mistress of the court says get them and then um all yeah. these guards come out and start attacking them and like there's a big circling battle looks really good but you know no real context yeah to other than that cool Coop. Um. So you want to talk about uh, Titans first? Sure. What were your thoughts on season two? Outstanding. Yeah. Out freaking standing. Blew season one out of the water. Season one, it just, why didn't they do this before? Okay. Season two was just great. I mean, I get you got to stand the characters up and you got, yeah, all that type of money. You're right. All that type of stuff. But season two was just so well done, so well written. And what I cannot there's just some there's some moments that I want to share with you and see if you even if you I'm sure you picked up on them too. But of course, I liked the selection of Bruce Wayne. Liked it. Oh yeah. Still love it. Love Fantastic. It. Yeah. And and That's so smart too. Like you, I would have never yeah. thought about him for an old Bruce Wayne. He is outstanding. And what I okay, the one scene that so resonated with me that made me realize this guy really gets Batman, truly gets him, understands who he is, and all that stuff. So when he has the, when he's having the fight scene with Robin, mm-hmm. and Robin keeps throwing everything he's got at him, and he's just basically just kind of like throwing everything off and throwing him against the wall, or whatever. But the one, and then they they pan out, and he's standing there, arms down to his side, and his chest is out. I mean, the Batman pose was no. s- strikingly so spot on no. that there's like it. 
it was just beautiful. It was like, I'm like, yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, he captured it so, so well. All the extra little pieces that he does, like, you know, how he interrupted the whole buying pro, like those, I mean, you expect Bruce to do those things. But then when you saw Bruce dealing with Robin and then, you know, going through what they're going through and everything, and then he strikes that pose and it was like, Oh, do you, you know what scene I'm talking about? I know exactly what scene. Oh, it was, dude. I was like, that's just perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. Now, some of the other things that I really, really loved about it too is they did such a fantastic job of giving me what I felt like a comic book, but in reality, and like, like the scene of. Like when they show the black coffin and the golden lasso laying over top of it and then them holding it and everything. I'm like thinking, click, that's the cover of the Titans right there. You know what I mean? By the way, spoilers (laughs) for uh, for season two. If you haven't finished season two, definitely go watch season two before you listen to more of this. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I just, I can't, I can't say enough. The the arcs, the, uh, the, the evolution of the characters in season two, they've all taken so many steps forward. And then just the, the, um, the way that they combated Connor was so classic, like comic book too. You know what I mean? The way they came up with how to defeat Connor to get him, bring him back. You know, I thought that was fantastic. And then you kind of thought, Oh, well it's over. No, it's not over. You know what I mean? They, then, like, they took you to the next situation. And then, of course, then obviously that's when Donna takes her hits. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, then, and so it's like, it, it literally kind of took me through, like, how you read a, like, you're reading a comic. You, you build up to these big things. No. And there's always. I would even take a yeah. step further. Like, and I was going to let you go. But, but this, this is, um, you know, one big thing that's all. Um, is is that they all the episodes names if you go back and li- list the episodes the episodes by name by name yeah it's it's trigon it's rose it's ghosts it's aqualad destro connor bruce wayne jericho um atonement fallen like yeah um all based on characters all ending in nightwing and it's it's the same thing that you would do with a comic book run you would have you'd have centered around one character and you would see that story that character and then it would leave off at a point and then you'd pick up with a different character and fill in those gaps that happen that you need to know about that character's runs Uh with everything up until that point and that's a perfect character development first of all but that that's exactly how you would see it within a comic book and you're exactly right that's they brought as close as they can to a comic book run within a season of a tv show and did it on on a really good budget with really good um uh cinema uh, cinematography within it and and fantastic acting and writing oh all the way around all the way around i mean there's not a bad one there's not a bad one i got some i got some bones to pick but with with the acting of the character no not with the acting of the characters oh with who um the well, so first of all, I want to take. I want. Well, I want to you know, realize too that um, um, this is the brainchild too of Jeff Johns, right? I mean, he's yeah. a big writer on this. Yeah, well, I mean, he's the he's the big he's the big driver on the Arrowverse too. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's really apples and oranges, in my opinion. Like, like you've you've gotten something that 
But Jeff Johns has been part of the Batverse and has written some fantastic Bat stuff. That's just mm-hmm. he's he, he he gets the Bat. And yeah. when I say Bat, I mean I'm just I look the at the Bat family, the Bat family, yeah. and the extension of that, especially with the way they've handled Robin's transition to Nightwing, and also um, um, Robin um, Todd too. So yeah, Jason Todd, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm really excited to see what they do with Jason. So Todd. what are you thinking? What are you talking about? So um Ian Glenn, the guy that plays Batman. Yeah. Uh, what I really want to see, and this isn't negative at all, um yet. Um what I really want to see is uh like given the the climate between him and Dick Grayson and Jason Todd, I want to see something bad happen to Bruce Wayne as Ian Glenn. And then Helm no longer be able to do the Batman thing, and then bring in um, uh, tr- or, uh, Tracy. God, he's my fir- favorite version of the Batman. I can't think of his name. Basically, bring in Batman Beyond. Okay. Into this role, and then have a young Batman um, that can hold his own. I'm not talking about like doing on Titans. Timelines don't line up there, though. No, they don't have to, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just do the storyline, the same thing yeah. they're doing, you know, with Jason Todd and everything else. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know, the storyline doesn't have to add up one for one, but yeah. have, you know, like a, a, a new bat suit um, that he owns, that he, um, uh, that, that um, Batman Beyond wears, um, have it within a separate show as a Batman Beyond show um, centered around Ian Glenn. Um, and then he can interact with, um, with Doom Patrol and with, uh, with Titans. Oh, I see where you're going with that. So you're looking for a, pull, yeah. a, a put a bow on it type. Yeah, 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 yeah. Add to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting premise. Though, I, I like it. Um, the only bone that I really have to pick with, with the, the series is how it ended. Um, yeah. I thought that was a little soft on the ending. Yeah. I feel like they, they spent a lot of money on um, everything up until the ending. Um, had some really good action scenes in there. And then they kind of... The, the thing with... Um, and again, spoilers. Um, but the thing with um, his... Uh, with with Deathstroke's son, with Jericho, to where you know, they're in this the middle of what could be like this big battle. And then his son from ins- from within his mind is able to take him down. I just like, I would just rather see like, you know, Nightwing come in, all of them come together and beat the living crap out of Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. And then Jericho I, come in. First and off, take I agree. Out. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't, I understand that Deathstroke was in a weakened state because he was not only, physically combating his daughter and Nightwing, but he was combating his son within his own body. So, but when I think about him, I don't, it takes more than two. Yeah. That's how I feel. And I agree. So, but I have to accept, okay, so how much was this, the internal son piece like, like, like keeping him from, like distracting him from what he what he's able to do, but I. Well, I they kind of set I, that up. They, they kind of did set that up good, like with with him stepping out in front of the bus or like the truck oh, no, no, no. with his oh, yeah, kid. Yeah, so he was completely struggling. I yeah. get it, but I think that they also wanted it to be 
a redemption thing for for uh, Robin Nightwing. Yeah, you know what I mean. They they need they but wanted that. Need, but that they kind of stole that away from them too. Like yeah, like, you know they did. If like you can have that redemptive moment, and then he just does something that's really effed up, and yeah. then you know Dick has to come in. And he's like, okay, well I gotta get you know. It's not about not being Batman. It's about you know making sure that this guy doesn't hurt anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they could have taken out, you know, instead of taking out Donna Troy the way they took her out, take out Donna Troy through Deathstroke, and then he's got to, you know, he's got to be the guy that takes out, you know, not not sneaking around mm-hmm. like he did with Jericho, but he's he, you know, mans up and he just, you know, pulls everybody together and they take out Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah. He's able to, he, we're, we're talking um, the other thing I want to touch. No, you're right. I mean, you, you have more on that point. I think I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, so so I do want to touch on the the storyline they're driving from. Um, so the storyline of the Titans with with Deathstroke with the, the Rose, mm-hmm. right? Because the everything is branching off of of Rose as right. the the daughter. The the original storyline goes that um, Rose comes in. She's um, she's uh comes under the guise that she wants to be a Titan. Um, they bring her in. Don't they don't know about the relationship between her and Deathstroke? Mm-hmm. To begin with, Deathstroke captures all the Titans. Um, they find out then that she's a part of that she's um Deathstroke's daughter. Um, her and Beast Boy have a thing going on at the time. No, her and Robin have a thing going all the time so that kind of works there but um the uh the deathstroke's trying to steal the powers of kind of like what they were doing the the other company was doing with um beast boy and with with superboy yeah katniss um something similar to that um and then rose realizes that she screwed up it turns against them right. frees the titans the titans take out deathstroke so it kind of stayed to course yeah somewhat um within one version of the titans um one of the robins ends up being um deathstroke's son as well um they could have done something with that um for a family affair type yeah. of thing yeah. um I, granted, both the Robins kind of have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Jason Todd's about to go through a lot of stuff on his end with the story, probably. Um, if it's going the way that I think it's going uh, in season three. Um, but, you know, I, there's no reason to build off of that, I think. But, you know, they kind of stuck similar to story. Yeah. Well, one thing, story aside. So, obviously, you see... Um, Todd at the procession to put send her back to uh, was Skimera. Yeah. And he on his bike peels out and goes away. Yeah. And then they're all having they're sitting down having the big celebration dinner, eating out or whatever, and they're all together and then and then it talks about you know, that's another thing that I thought was interesting too, was how well they handled the the fragile family dynamic between Bruce and and Dick and then Dick struggle with his own relationships. I think it's an undercurrent. It's not the I mean it's there. It's a big part of it, but it's not I just thought they handled it well. I, thought I think it's a bigger part of it than than what, you know, directly it wasn't as big of a part. 
All right. But indirectly with, with Dick's ability to work with a team, because he's been, you know, with with Bruce that's worked alone, even wherever he's working with a Robin, he kind of sidelines them. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's it's he's never giving the entire truth to Robin. And then you see that a lot of that reflected one for one with sure. the way that Dick handles things. Sure. And so, you know, that's that's a kind of constant struggle up until the last episode or two. So, and, right. And that's where, you, like, all those, the interventions and all yeah, that stuff yeah, yeah. happen, which I think are really cool. And it, it provided a lot more depth to the characters. And I really appreciate it that they did that piece because it really, it talks about those other layers in Batman beyond the situational problems that he's dealing with, whoever the villain is at the time, but that's always an undercurrent. And I think that that's what makes Batman a strong character, a strong read and and everything, the whole Bat family really for that matter. But so what I really wanted to see too, at the end was like, I kept waiting while they were sitting there was like for the elevator to open and then for Todd to come in and rejoin the family too. Yeah. And that didn't happen. So, you know, now the other situation that i understand is like okay so batman is obviously mending fences with robin you know and they're finally getting to a point where they had their relationship has grown to a point where of respect and understanding but why is bruce not focusing on todd at all at all i mean there's nothing I mean, he just is accepting. Well, he does like mid season, but he he he's accepting that Todd is just running rogue and just that's it. I mean, that's just that's it. But I mean, what I, that's where I that's the only little caveat that I, did, I kind of thought that there should have been something where Bruce. I don't know if he had to intervene or I don't know if he intervened with Robin or if he intervened or with Dick or with Todd, but. What do you? I mean, do you not think that he should have had something to do with Todd, though? I mean, did, no, I think still... uh, you're right. Um, I think that they're kind of purposely leaving that out. Um, I think that they'll use that as a point of contention. Todd will come back wearing a, a certain hood of red oh, color. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and he'll well, probably be the yeah. big bad of season three, or at least like the the first. You know half of the season yeah it'll be the big bad there true yeah i mean i you know what you're right yeah but, i didn't even I, i'm just so focused on the now that yeah i am the future i think it's they're just using that set something up yeah. like you know yeah you always favored dick over me you never gave me the the respect that i needed um sure. you know all of you guys kind of dicked me over i'm gonna go do my own thing yeah. and screw all you guys and oh yeah by the way i'm gonna come after you guys after you, you know, try to stop me for the stuff that I'm yeah. crossing the line for. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, it's just, I think it's it, it's beautifully written. I, I think visually it's fantastic. Um, I, I just, I, I can't say enough about it. The, um, the one thing that I, like, it, like, the Hawk and Dove, too, which I, I like both the characters a lot. Mm-hmm. But Hawk, he's like fodder, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like he distracts people and takes a beating so somebody else can do something. Yeah. <laughs> That's his role. Yeah. <laughs> he does it well. 
But um, no, I liked I liked that. I like the characters. I love them all. I think they're so well developed, all of them. Yeah, they all have depth. Yeah. Oh, there's not there's not one character that was a throwaway. No. So, um, masterful writing, visually stunning this this time around too. I thought I know that the end of uh, the last season, I thought kind of thought some of the um, the uh, Raven's dad scenes were a little eh, kind of cheap not done too well but this season everything looked really good and i really think that too under under all of this too i think that uh, connor his 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 portrayal great yeah i mean really solid too really yeah. good I, I liked it liked it a lot so but yeah so anyways i want to see more of it I hope that they do like a Superboy spinoff. I hope that they do, but uh, uh, like I said, I'm pushing for a, a Batman Beyond spinoff. That I'd love to see, but you know, um, I'm, I'll be happy with just Titan season three too. True, no doubt about that. So that that's it for me on Titans, dude. I just I can't say enough. I just watch it again. It's one of those watch it's Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, with the Black Widow trailer, yeah, I know that we're um, there's there's a lot you know that I want to pick apart from this. Okay. Um, what were your initial thoughts on it? Um, I gather mine. The uh, I'll just jump right to the one thing that I, I didn't really care for. Which again, we're talking about a second and a half. It's just the portrayal yeah, of, of Taskmaster. Master, he just—I don't know—I didn't like it. And you know, maybe that was just a—it could maybe that was just one of his suits or something. I don't know, but I don't know. I don't think that's the way that I want to see him. But um, it does indicate to me too if he's like—he looks like he's carrying a bow like uh, Hawkeye so he's probably already have had a, a battle with with Hawkeye which goes back to the mythical Budapest situation so that's a very strong possibility but and in that may come out I don't know we'll see but uh, so that would be kind of cool if that is the case I'll get it but I don't like I just don't like the way he's that they portrayed him I get that if you weren't trying to make him a little bit sleeker cool whatever so um and again also the uh the um not red guardian um yeah red yeah guardian. red guardian red guardian yeah you're right so i love i love hopper you yeah and that role is great david um harbor harbor yeah had a name yeah right. name i had his stranger things name yeah uh, so, <laughs> sheriff hopper but uh i think i think that's cool and i think that he can play that type of uh character and yeah yeah they i mean i guess this is uh this might be the new marvel thing you have a fat guy like you know well so has to do something i don't know yeah i, I mean it looks really good the way that they're doing doing well, him essentially it's 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 russia's version of captain america yeah is the way that they're the red guardian supposed minus to be. the serum uh no with the serum mm -hmm. so there's been there's been versions to where they've tried to replicate well, the serum. There's also been like a thousand. There's been yeah, multiple like people of, in the suit. So yeah, well, yeah. So there's yeah. been the Winter Soldier that's had the serum. Um, there's been Captain America that's had the serum. Uh, other people have had the serum from that line. 
of Captain America, the Red Guardian, in some instances have had the serum, the particular Red Guardian that David Harper, uh, Harbor is playing within the comics does not have the Red Serum, but whenever you're looking at film um, with within the, the trailer here, and this is really picking it apart, um, he goes through and, and busts a, op- bust a door open in his older age. Um, right. Um, it makes me believe that he may be one of the ones that had the knockoff, like one of the earlier versions of the, the, um, Russia serum. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't quite right. So he doesn't have like the ability to not age as much as Winter Soldier and Captain America do. Um, he's able to get a little bit more off shape. Um, he's able to ache a little bit more able to you know everything physically grows older but his strength still has the strength yeah so and he's not he's not as invincible as as the yeah. you know captain america True. and you know yeah. so um i think that probably i i would love to see like david harbour um especially with with his personality explore that a little bit and you know be like you know damn these soviets and their yeah. their knockoff yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the Walmart version of the yeah, <laughs> the yeah. drug he has. Yeah, the made I, in I, China version of. I I will say too though. I mean, Black Widow. What you saw, just it's yeah. everything you want from her, dude. Everything. Oh yeah. She's just a dude. She's so great. I mean, that's just perfect, and she portrays it perfectly. And then uh, obviously when she runs into. Um, I want to call her Yavana, but that's not her name. No, I don't think you're close. It's it's yeah 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 something. Starts with a Y. Yeah, yeah. Which is a really cool scene, and um, it's just some like just just the 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 fight scenes with her alone are just just so great. And we talked, I talked probably oh probably four episodes ago about talking about um. Like the the fall the, lineups of stronger female leads coming out and everything and uh, being based on female leads and so forth. This is only the second movie that Marvel has put out that is a female lead movie. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, you had you had uh, Marvel and then you have this one. So um, she a can hold this up without question in my mind. Oh yeah, 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 without question they can do this. So um, that. The um, blonde-headed um, Black Widow, by the way, is um, Natalia um, Al- uh, Alia or A- Alia uh, Nav- Navon, something like that. I, I don't, um, exactly how to pronounce her last name, but I, I mean, uh, part of the if you want to read that series, um, it starts with the Itsy Bitsy Spider series. Fantastic run, um, definitely go check it out. Uh, but um, that's where the black, the blonde black widow comes from. Comes in, yeah. Got it. Okay, cool. I've got it. I'll let you borrow. It. Yeah, I want to read that for sure. For sure, I think it looks solid up and down all the way through, and I like how um, you know, obviously this is she's dead, so we're obviously before she dies, and uh, it's nice that we, you know, you think she's, we, you think we lost her, but we got her back for one more, anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean the the timeline of this is um, reportedly, uh, obviously they're 
No, well, so the time, the main timeline of this. Oh God, is you, Josh? I want you know I get confused on this stuff. Is is pre? <laughs> I rely on you for all of this. <laughs> pre pre Infinity War. Yes. It so is. um, it's it's before she shows up with the blonde hair within yeah. Infinity War. It's whenever her and Cap are on the run after Civil War. <clears throat> um, the. But there so, are there there's um, now, Thunderbolt but, Ross who has been yeah. de-aged yeah. within this, so I think that that's probably where we'll get the Budapest um, scene at. I think that we'll see Budapest, but it doesn't it doesn't take place within that Budapest? Like the entire the entire story arc doesn't take place within that that same Budapest engagement that we're, well, we we heard but about. You also see Hawkeye in this. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you know, the the but I think that's gonna happen at flashback. I don't think that that's gonna be the main story line no, of no, this. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. I just I, I I just I hope that if you're bringing in like Taskmaster, you mm-hmm. you I don't know. I I I just it's I do I feel bad trying to judge something on such a short little piece like that. Yeah, I think that if they would have made and they can still make this change in post editing or in editing, um, but if they were just lightened the 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 you know brownish um, uh, colors within his outline or the brownish gray colors within his outline yeah. that made the skull, if they just make that a white or like an off white. Um, yeah. Like a dirty white, then yeah. that will be fine. I think well, they'll they ha- fix. Yeah, well, they would. It would. It would definitely help a lot. I mean, I get that. That it's harder. It is hard to take comic book true outfits. What they what they would really be wearing and put it on that. It's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, you have to modify. I get it, but I just think they took. They went. They didn't do enough. To keep the integrity of what he is, yeah. So, but yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking about like a, a half a second of yeah. film. And too, again, so. like I said, that may just be like one little suit that he has on. I have no idea. We have no idea. So, there may be many costume changes for yeah. Taskmaster. Um, do you think that there's going to be irrelevance behind who's behind the mask on Taskmaster? And do you think that if there is relevance, who do you think it is? Uh, Any theories on that? It's a good question. Um, relevance. I'm trying to like think, you know, where this is at and everything, within. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I. I don't think so, but obviously, if you're asking me, you obviously have a differing opinion. So, I don't really. Um, I, I just don't. I've I heard. Don't, I don't think anything. I don't. I'm trying to look at what potentially could work as something that would be more like a diabolical tie-in or something. And I mm-hmm. just not. I'm not. Nothing's jumping at me. So, what do you, what are you thinking? Um, I, I mean, I hope that there's not. Um, just the way that the character's written. Yeah. Um, a lot of people online are saying that it could be like um, the way that uh, uh, Crossbones was within um, the Avengers uh, Civil War. 
to where he played like a minor part. They brought somebody back um, and to play Crossbones, yeah, the, the guy I think, I think from that... Winter Soldier came back. All right, well, okay, well then, who would you possibly bring back? I mean, um, so I don't think it's necessarily somebody bringing them back. If it is somebody um, that that you know is behind the mask that we'll see, um, I think that it's probably going to be given the time period. I think it's probably either going to be um, uh, Hawkeye um, gotten to by. Thunderbolt Ross to bring back um, uh, to bring back uh, uh, Black Widow as part of his house arrest program, um, trying to utilize him to bring that back just because of the bow and because of his ability to to mimic the moves of Black Widow within the um, the Soul Stone scene of Endgame. Alternatively, I think that this could be one of the the girls from the red room. So it could be that I, blonde, I um, you know, an early setup for the blonde, um, Black Widow, and or or somebody else from the red room. I would, I would, my gut would take me more that way than the Hawkeye way. But who knows? Mm. Who knows? They're they're good premises. So yeah. But I did want to remind you of something. What's that? It is twelve oh three. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah. so those those that aren't live with us, um, other than Matt and I, and those that aren't aren't here, um, my wife. It's obviously December. It's what December eighth now, seventh. Um, and so, my my lovely wife has bought me an advent calendar. Yeah. Um, like the man child that I am. Yeah. Um, and it is um, based upon Funko Pop for. Marvel. So I'm going to take a second. Yes, and, and we all are going to wait. This is like an unboxing on air, and uh, just so you know, my wife, who loves me too, I think, did not buy me one of these, <laughs> but uh, Josh got one. So I'm going to try to uh, just relish in his joy. So as, as he sits like a child with his advent calendar in front of him, smiling like a cherub, waiting to open this door to see what's behind door number seven. So, so far... Um, what have you gotten so far? Door so one. Far, door one, I got I got um, Iron Man. Nice. Door two, I got Cap. Nice. Uh, door three, I got um, Hulk. Oh, okay. Door four, I got Thor. Okay. Um, door five, I got um, Spider-Man. Nice. And then door six, I got Loki. Okay. Star-Lord. You're, you're calling Star-Lord? Uh, Star-Lord. Um, yeah, that's I'm going to call Rocket. I think that you're probably in okay. line with, with what the Guardians of the Galaxy theme, but let's say Rocket. Okay. Oh, and you heard the tearing. Yeah. At the door. Oh. I got Venom. Venom! Yeah. Sweet. So, nice little miniature Funko Pop. Yeah. To go along with the holidays. Very I'll nice. gladly open this and let you. Oh, please, let me see. Of course. Little ASMR video. <laughs> or uh, podcast that we have going on right now. They're child safety sealed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the age limit on these? Uh, definitely not 30. <laughs> Oh, nice, dude. Even got the tongue out. Yeah. Sweet. 
Oh, he has back art too. Yeah, yeah. The well, Funko uh, does it right. You know that. Yeah, absolutely. The Loki had like a ponytail on it, and I was like, I've never realized that Loki has a yeah, ponytail, he does, but yeah. yeah, it does. Super ass cool. This is definitely SAC. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. All right, I'm jealous. She uh, has time to go find one of these. I'm just saying. Uh, that would yeah, be, I mean, uh, you can open up a week's worth of... Oh, I have no problem with doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're probably on sale now, too. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, other than other than Taskmaster, were there any other draw points that you, that you didn't like about the that trailer? I, that or, I didn't like? No. Or anything that, that hits on... I didn't like. I, I really, I'm really interested to see... How much attention is going to be paid to the red room? Because I think that's such a cool yeah. concept, and you know, and I think that they kind of allude to some things. But I don't know if they're going to have like a, I'd love to see some flashbacks to that, which I think would be really cool. Um, but no, I mean, I, I just I can't wait. I just really just think that what they showed of her, great, just good. I really don't have many complaints. I mean, I'm picking. I'm picking. I'm picking at that because it's just one little thing is kind of bugging me a little bit, but nothing, nothing else. I got nothing else on that. Yeah, I mean that was that's that's really the only thing that I really had to was the the Taskmaster mask. Um, you know, visually it's blowing me away. Um, I love the fact that David David Harbor's in there. Obviously, I'm a huge David Harbor fan. I, I like him as a guy. I like him as an actor. Yeah. Um. I think that uh, you know the way that they're doing a team building um, movie, or, or you know they they kind of do this team building thing like right from the get go, speaks a lot to what they're going to be able to do with fan- Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, yeah, um, and other films coming up. Um, you do have to you do have to digest these and look at those and think about that because that's a reality. We we've talked about the Fantastic Four yeah. a lot. Oh, it's coming! It's yeah. coming! I mean, it's coming. So, and if anything we know about Marvel is they will cross pollinate as much as they can, you know, when it makes sense. And I think that when they when they do it, it does make sense when they do it, and they do it right usually, you know. And I and I just I just oh I can't wait for a decent Fantastic Four. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, that's. I mean, all the evidence shows that they're going to do it right. Yep, I agree. Um, the music is a big high note in this for me. I think that the music that they did during the trailer definitely sets a very good tone for the movie. Nice. Um, definitely shows like it's. It, it almost feels like a Bourne film to an extent. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know the action. Obviously, it's a Marvel film, right? So I mean, the action's good there. Um. You know, I, I just, I, there's not much that I'm finding wrong with this trailer. Not, not much that's worrying me. You know, and Kevin Feige and Marvel, I trust. Uh-huh. And um, I, I, you know, there's no red alarms like there was with, with other films like, um, like, uh, Captain Marvel or anything like that. Not a little turd. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> But <laughs> no, there's still. I think there's 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 good that's going to come out of that. Yeah. And she, and for PR person gets to her, we'll be fine. Yeah. So. But anyways, I like it. So. Cool. 
Anything? Any like final thoughts on? Um. Other than I don't understand why Shauna didn't buy me a Funko Pop advent calendar. Other than that, I have nothing else to really uh, weigh in on. I'm just very jealous. And I do want to say that Josh and I did a little uh, gift exchange. Yes. And um, thanks for bringing this up. I have to say, I was um, moved, Josh. I was moved by your thoughtfulness. And uh, Josh purchased for me um, as a uh, as a co-host of the show received a Batman holiday sweater, which is awesome, by the mm-hmm. way. And if you did not notice, I reviewed the sweater in its entirety for every little facet. <laughs> and did you happen to notice on the bottom rung they have little penguins with an umbrella? No, I didn't see yes, that. They that was do. Awesome. Yes, they do. Little tiny penguins holding an umbrella. So it's like it's just it's fantastic. It's black. It has a beautiful bat right across the chest. I put it on and I felt like the bat. It yeah. was fantastic. And it's also <laughs> black and gold. Black and gold. Oh. Well, that probably helped too because once that hit me, it, it was like it was like super uh, soldier serum almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me. <laughs> it was black and gold, of course, which goes with everything else that I own. Yeah. But uh but no, it was awesome. And so thank you, Josh. I appreciate that. And uh, next Friday will be a holiday sweater day for sure. Yeah, we'll yes. definitely take pictures together for that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a matching one um, from merchoid.com, uh, M-E-R-C-H-O-I-D. They're not a sponsor, but, um, you know, they're definitely out definitely accept them as a sponsor, especially after wearing the sweater for a night. Do those sweaters are very well made yeah um and uh cozy and thick um it would definitely keep me warm on a winter night if i didn't lived anywhere else other than charleston south carolina where i didn't (laughs) need it um because of that i've taken it off and i've now wearing matt's christmas present to me which was pretty awesome um so it was this uh this box set from the Ghostbusters um, 35th anniversary that Funko Pop did, um, and it's it's a, um, a ghost capturing um, unit, and inside it had Peter Venkman um, after he'd been slimed as a, uh, a Funko Pop, and it had um, a pretty awesome um, Slimer versus uh, Peter Venkman uh, shirt that that uh, I'm privileged to wear today so <laughs> and it looks fantastic so, so merry christmas happy holidays thank you matt yeah, you're welcome absolutely and we will uh we'll preview the sweaters for you next week as they're, yeah, they're we'll even take a picture sick. and we will post them yeah yes um this brings us to a part of the program that we like to call danley ask a question Oh, Danley, the executive platinum listener. But I do want to throw something else out there before we get to Danley's question. Whenever we get to Danley, Danley obviously is a fraternity brother um, of mine. Um, and obviously, he's from Pittsburgh. And uh, we also have another fraternity brother. His name is Donnie Metal. And Donnie Metal um, 
is the uh, volleyball coach for Towson uh, State University in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, he actually has achieved a milestone. Oh, yeah. And I want to recognize him because the dude, A, he's awesome. B, he's my brother. And two, or three, <laughs> he's achieved a milestone for Towson because they've never won a, um, a national playoff game, in a sense, because they're in, like, the Final Four situation yeah. for volleyball. So he's adva- they've advanced on. They won their first game. And they're advancing on now, and they're going to be uh, playing Penn State uh, tomorrow at 6.30. So um, I just always just think it's so interesting to be in a time machine. And if we went back to when we were all in college, (laughs) hanging out, drinking beers, hey, what are you going to be doing in 20 years? Uh, Coaching a women's, uh, you know, D1 volleyball team, (laughs) maybe. But um, anyway, so congrats to him. 6.30 6.30 tomorrow, they're playing on uh, the Big Ten Network um, Plus, I believe. So if you don't have the Big Network or the, was it, I think it's BTN Plus, they'll be there at 6.30. So check it out anyways, but uh, congrats, man. Good good for you. So, uh, but back to Danley's, Danley, our, our uh, executive plan. Well, uh, let's not like skate by this Yeah, because you made a very good point. Um, imagine what it'd be because like... Um, for for all the pair heads out there, um, the uh, I'm blanking on his name right now. And Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett was a um, Kappa Sig, and like imagine what it would have been like to be a Kappa Sig brother at the time, sharing a fraternity house with, with Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett, Buffett yeah. and be like, "What are we gonna do in twenty years?" And you know, like nobody's even thinking of Jimmy Buffett yeah. like going out and like making selling millions upon millions of records. That's right. Yeah, and then like to be that guy like you are for this guy, but yeah. with you know not to take anything away from no. film, but yeah. from metal, but also to to say you know like that happened for somebody with Jim Buffett. <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, it, it's it, it's crazy. You never know. Yeah, when you th- when I think about some of the people that I know and some of the things that they've accomplished, it's 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 pretty amazing. And I mean, I won't drop really names, but like you know, I have a guy that I went to high school with. He he is uh, part of the creator of Carvana. So, yeah. I mean, another guy created a very well-known video game um, that is played for generations and generations. Yeah. And uh, so it's like I, I, it's really funny to say that you know you knew people when you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. But then again, if somebody asked me what would I be doing, and I say what I'm doing now, they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> you know, so. And they'd also be saying your podcast thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways, um, so Danley had a couple questions, and uh, one was a great question. But we're going to hold that till next week. Yeah. And I think that um, he really wanted us to hit on that one, and I think we want to hit on it too. But I, I selfishly I do it right. I wanted to hit on it and include a you know a. Um, within the the framework of of something else so we're going to hold on that one so we have two other questions that we could go to um we have the sopranos question and we also have the musical question so which one do you want to do josh say let's do the musical question musical one okay so his question is is uh danley would like to know who will waste money to see crew poison and def leppard this guy. 
And uh, yeah, I I would as well. Um, I'm a Def Leppard fan. Um, I like the crew. And, uh, of course, I like Poison. Poison is a PA band. Yeah, I'm a big Poison fan. Yeah, and my cousin actually went to high school with Ricky Rocket. So uh, I actually um, I do like Poison a lot. I think they had some staying power. Uh, I think, you know, he not I don't mean Poison so much as Brett Michaels. and um, But I, I get Danley's point on who, who would waste the money to do this. I've seen Def Leppard, and we talked about that, I think, on a couple podcasts ago when we talked about music. Um, Leopard holds up, though, and I think that they've done a really, they've done a great job, and their shows have been fantastic. And, you know, if it's one of those type of situations, if this is a, if this is a $300 ticket, probably not yeah, going to happen. But if I can get tickets for, say, 75 bucks, yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go just to see Leopard, for one. And to be honest with you, if if crew plays a track underneath Vince, then I'm all good because I think you brought up a point about Vince. Yeah, yeah. about his like he doesn't really he's have definitely it anymore. Falling. Yeah, he's fallen off. And I mean, come on, I mean, geez, these guys these guys are up there, man. They're in their fifties, you know, yeah. plus. So yeah. not to mention like yeah, after years and years of yeah, screaming for years. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So and obviously Vince has been not only screaming but he's been eating like crazy. So. <laughs> He's not the the same guy that he was, but I mean, who, I mean, who is though? So, yeah, I, I'm not going to, uh, you know, base it on that. But I mean, you know, when I when I did see the crew back in the day, they were fantastic. I mean, they 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 lit it up like crazy. And and Poison, I like I said, I liked a lot. Um, the one thing I will say about Poison, again, I'm, I, again, this is a Pittsburgh reference, so I apologize. But um, I saw them play at um, Hammersmith Odeon in London when I was there, and they were. This was the Cat Dragged In tour, yeah. And it was really funny because um, Brett was playing um, uh, acoustic guitar at the time, and I had pretty decent seats, so I was closer too. And he's playing his guitar, and then for some strange reason, he's like looking over into our section, and he turns his guitar over as he's walking backwards. And he has a Steeler logo on the back of his guitar. And I just like, I literally lost my shit, dude. It was like, I mean, I felt like a screaming, like, teenage girl for some strange <laughs> reason. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Somebody what? has something with Pittsburgh on it. Who's that? So, but anyway, so that at that point, I was like, I was like, I'm in. I, I liked him from that point on. And, and then afterwards, I, I realized after yeah, coming back and, talking to my cousins that they had gone to school with the one guy and he seemed like a pretty decent guy but anyways but no the, the leopard's worth it except it's cheap price I, I would do it um but again this is not just about it's nostalgia too for some degree you know what i mean it's like for me to go back and see the bands that i would seen before it's it's a night out and have fun and, and you know do something else so yeah i'll plunk it down but it, it's not gonna i'm not gonna go over a fin you know i'm not gonna go 100 bucks but so yeah yeah, I won't go over a hundred bucks, but I'll go. I'll go. You know. Yeah, my my seventy my, eighty bucks. Yeah, my eighty is probably my ceiling price, but so. But yeah, so Danley, to answer your question, I'll go. Josh, you. Oh, I'll definitely go. Yeah. Okay. Um. You know, uh, the I did get a chance to go see Poison once, um, on free tickets. I ended up having a worker or, or um. Or something along those lines. Like uh, I was, it wasn't that wasn't wasn't a big fan of Poison at the time because I was. I've I've grown or 
ever since I was a teen. Um, I've been a big, pretty big fan of Poison. Um, but um, just my only story around any of those bands is that uh, you know I, I had the opportunity to go see Poison back in 2007, 2008. Yeah, and um, I blew that chance. And I would have been like the the only sober one there because I was under twenty one. <laughs> um, but I, uh, um, yeah. Would love to go see them now, um, and and Death Leopard and Motley Crue, yeah. Even if uh, even if he sounds terrible now, yeah. So, Danley, that that's the question, brother. So we answered it, and then uh, next week we'll we'll tackle the other one, which I think will. Um, I appreciate the depth and the challenge of the question that you presented us for next week. Yeah. So I'm glad you gave it to us early. Because we definitely want to be able to, to yeah, work that one out. I've got my own theories about that, but yeah. um yeah, I'm I haven't watched that the, the other to, thing that he yeah, wants to the, the wants thing. us to watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll watch I'll watch that, you'll finish yeah. watching that yeah. and then we'll come back to it. Yep. So um that's all we got this week. Uh, make sure if you haven't had a chance, um su- subscribe to the podcast. Um if you like what we're doing. Yeah. If you've made it this far, you know, obviously you've liked enough to hang around for an yeah. hour and 40 minutes. And again, just let me just say, too, I mean, if anybody wants to challenge Danley for that, yeah, the, the platinum stuff, yeah, absolutely, we can have more anybody than one wants- platinum listener, yeah. And and just trust me, just throw something out there, we'll answer anything you guys have. I mean, we obviously can see people are listening, yeah, so give us something, anything yeah. you want to know, yep. Yeah, all around the world, we see that people are are listening somewhat yeah. at least. So, um, you know, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have any questions, um, comments, concerns, hit us up on Facebook. Um, message us. You know, uh, um, comment on our page. Um, we're more than happy to have you know fan interaction um, with the channel. Um, follow us on Twitter at um, force underscore podcast. Until next week, this has been the Nerf Force Podcast.